Welcome back to the Entourage Podcast. Thanks for joining us on this journey of early Christmas presents devotional and podcast series. This next episode is going to feature my sweet friend, Carol Hines, and she's going to be taking a look at the life and and storyline of the chief priests and scribes as they encountered the presence of Jesus. Well, hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Carol Hines, and I am here today to speak with you about our portion of the presence of Jesus um, covering the chief priests and scribes. I would start off saying that um, I'm not a public speaker for a living or by hobby. I tell my husband all the time that if he didn't talk so much that we would have a very quiet relationship. <laughs> um, I, but, but I do Um, take a lot of joy, and I consider it a big honor to be able to read the Word of God and to hear directly from Him and to let Him speak into my heart on a a daily or weekly basis. Um, And He's just always revealing new things through His Word. And when I took a look at the Christmas story um, in light of the chief priests and scribes, there were some things that... um, I was just really pierced by, and I'm excited to be with you here today. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom. My notes today are written on a coloring page from my daughter's Princess Barbie coloring book, so (laughs) bear with me, and and we will um, put it all together. The portion of scripture that we're going to be looking most at is out of Matthew 2, verse 4, um, and this is Herod speaking. Starting verse 3, when Herod the king heard this, the news about the king of the Jews, that is, he was troubled, and all of Jerusalem was troubled with him. And verse 4 says, gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And they said to him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. So the chief priests and scribes are the Sadducees and the Pharisees that we hear about later on in Scripture. These are the men who have made a profession of studying the law of God. Um, they, they know the prophets. They know the law inside and out. And... Um, They make their living by staying in and around the temple and making sure that everything is done according to the law and the prophets. And so I would suggest that of anyone in all of Jerusalem, in all of Israel, that they should have known whenever they heard about the king of the Jews, about the Messiah from from the king himself, that they should have been able to see the signs and say, wow, where is he? Let's go see him right now. Um, And so I I would suggest that maybe their perspective was off, that maybe they were more concerned with knowing the answer, with knowing the law, than with having the experience of visiting Jesus with... um, than, than with um, actually going to experience his presence. I heard an analogy recently, and um, I'm, I'm going to shamelessly steal it because I think it fits this situation perfectly, but 
essentially, these guys were like a person who had been giving, given a manual for a car. So don't know the car, but they were given this manual for the car. They read the manual backwards, forwards, inside and out. They knew this car before they ever saw it. <clears throat> but then whenever they were presented with the experience of driving the car, they, they just didn't want to get inside. They thought that knowing the manual, knowing the car by its manual was better than having the experience of actually driving the car. So when Jesus, who had been described by the prophets, by God through the prophets, when he was actually born and became flesh, I feel like God was putting this opportunity in front of these men who had made their lives looking at these prophecies and said, you'll know it when you see it, go experience it. And um, <clears throat> the chief priests and scribes were um, troubled whenever they heard that the king of the Jews had been born. They were not excited. They didn't know it when they saw it. Um, So that leads me to um, just a challenge for myself, um, for maybe some of you out there who have been in the seat of the chief priests and scribes before, um, and, and that is, what is your heart set on? Is it set on knowing the truth, or is it set on having an experience with Jesus? <clears throat> I want to pop over to um, John 1 real quick because John talks about Jesus um, as the word. And, and that is an interesting parallel that, that I think goes right along with the chief priests and scribes, that Jesus was the word. He was the word who's the fulfillment of the prophecy and the law that they had been looking for. And John 1.14 says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory. Glory is of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified about him and cried out, saying, This was he whom I said, He who comes after me has a higher rank than I, for he existed before me. For of his fullness we have all received, and grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth were realized through Jesus Christ. And that is, that is an interesting concept for the chief priests and scribes. Um, they were looking at truth. They were looking at the law of God. But Jesus came in grace and truth. Um, our pastor is currently doing a series on grace and truth right now. And um, one of his taglines or, or his main points is that grace without truth is meaningless. And that truth without grace is just mean. And to me, that, that second part, that truth without grace, that is a picture of the chief priests and scribes. That is, um, they, Jesus talked about them as a whitewashed wall later on whenever he became an adult and um, talked about how they weren't willing to take care of their own families because they wanted to put all of their money into the temple treasury. And, and so they were trying to follow the law, but they had no love to mix in with it. 
And we know that 1 Corinthians 8.1 says that knowledge makes arrogant, but love edifies. And, and so while it's important to know the word of God, and while it is um, so important to hide his word in our heart, it is um, pivotal, like the change of perspective that you get whenever you um, set your heart on love and you recognize the love of Christ and that um, this was all part of God's beautiful plan and, and rereading through the law and the prophets, knowing the end game that Jesus is here as our Savior. Um, <clears throat> it gives us all um, definitely a one-up on what the chief priests and the scribes had as they were looking at this tiny baby uh, born in a manger as what they had identified in their minds would be their, their king on a white horse leading an army ready to save their nation. Um, as we close and, um, for, for this portion today, I just want to pray with you that, um, if you like me have, um, experienced this spirit of religion, this, um, longing to be right and to know the answers, um, which the chief priests and the scribes also did and had, and that was kind of their way that they operated, um, I just want to, to pray that, that we would release any of that as we enter into this time of um, experiencing the presence of Jesus. So if that is you, if you have a, a spirit of religion or, or maybe just you recognize that in yourself, that you just always want to be um, right or, or have the right answer, could you maybe just put your hand on your heart or um, signify that you you recognize that that is you, and, and let's pray over that. <clears throat> Father, we we thank you, Father, that you are um, a God of mercy. Lord, We um, I just release any spirit of religion that has um, taken over the life and the, and the Christian walk and the ministry of any woman listening to this, Father. God, we can all affiliate with the Pharisees and the Sadducees in some way or another. Um, but God, I thank you that you can wash that away and that you can help us to walk in a light of love. Um, Father, that that is not how you operate and it's not how we operate. Lord, that you gave us the law and you gave us the rule book so that we would recognize your son whenever he came and fulfilled that law and fulfilled the prophets. In Jesus' name, Lord. And God, I, I also want to pray that we would um, just shed any spirit of condemnation. Um, I know that for myself, once I realized this in my own life, it was um, a little bit condemning to see what it was that I was walking in, who it was that I looked like. And, and I don't think that God wants us to walk in that either. So we just want to we just want to shed that spirit of condemnation um, that potentially can hinder you from walking in the love that, that Jesus wants you to experience. And God, we're just so grateful for this opportunity to experience the presence of Jesus. God, not only in these stories that you've given us in your word, but Lord, it, in an everyday, applicable, um, just real way to experience the presence of Christ. God, we thank you for your gift of faith. Um, 
we thank you that you lead us by the Spirit um, just to dive into this experience of getting to know Jesus for ourselves, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.